Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox. I'm one of the founders of LSATdemon.com. With me today is Chris Murphy. He is our head teacher at LSAT Demon. We have an email here from Anonymous. It says, hey guys, I have a fun suggestion for you. A law school tier list video. <laughs> I think it would be super interesting to hear your take on how you view these universities. With so many schools self-proclaiming their prestige. It'd be so funny to hear you guys tell it like it is. I also think it would be a really popular video. Thanks, Anonymous. What do you think, Nathan? Uh, it is a fun idea. I don't think I would ever do it, though, because, well, the problem with tears is just that there are going to be there are going to it leads to ridiculous outcomes, right? Like the most famous tears that we think about are we get multiple emails from people talking about the top 14, right? So the top 14 is allegedly a top tier. I mean, it, it would be the top tier, but then it's so goofy because you end up with a situation where Georgetown is sometimes in the top 14, but not always. And so it goes from like tier one to tier two because it actually dropped in the law school rankings from 14th to 15th or UCLA pops up from 15th to 14th. And it's like, OK, so today it wasn't in the top tier, but or, you know, yesterday it wasn't. But today it is. And that just makes it just makes no sense. It also then makes you think that there aren't any differences within the tier, which makes no sense because Harvard and Stanford and Yale are going to look at schools like UCLA or Georgetown or whoever it is that's just barely at the end of the top 14. And there are real differences between a school like Harvard and Stanford and Yale and a school that's just barely in that top 14. Yeah, I mean, you could have a ton of fun with these. Um, I was imagining like law schools as fast food restaurants and my mind started racing ahead. Imagining how I'd link those up. So maybe I'll do a daily episode later uh, when I finally get that completed. But I think if I were being honest about this, there'd be two tiers. It's like the schools that you can work in anywhere at any time for anyone as a result of going to that school. That tier's probably got two, three schools, maybe, you know, and then you've got everyone else where yeah. their job outcomes are more regional. They're more specific to networks, connections, and that's it. Yeah, because we can't we can't ever even draw that line with certainty, right? Like, okay, I think we all can agree that Harvard, Stanford, Yale, you write your ticket to pretty much any job. But are you not writing your own ticket at University of Chicago or Columbia or you know whatever else great? law school, I think you are kind of writing your own ticket with a JD from Columbia. So I don't, I just don't, it, it breaks down almost immediately. Um, I have heard people talk about national schools versus regional schools before. I think that that's a useful distinction. I think that there are some schools that are clearly regional schools. Actually, most schools are clearly regional schools, right? I went to a school UC Hastings, now UC Law San Francisco, um, that school has these pretensions of being a national law school. But the truth is that most people on the East Coast probably haven't ever heard of Hastings. And, you know, even now when they try to call themselves UC Law, I mean, if anybody brings up UC Law, they're going to think of UCLA and UC Berkeley. That's UC law. 
UC Law San Francisco? No, that's Hastings. That's San Francisco. That's a regional thing. It's got a good reputation in California. Yes, sometimes lawyers leave Hastings to go to other places that are not in California, but the vast majority of students who go to Hastings end up practicing in California. And so, you know, that's a school that's ranked 50th in the country or approximately that considers itself to be a national school. But the truth is that it's just obviously not a good idea to go across country. Like, let's say you are an East Coaster. It would be dumb to go to Hastings thinking that Hastings is going to really do things for you on the East Coast. If you want to live on the East Coast, you should go to a regional school on the East Coast if you're not going to Harvard, Stanford, Yale. And yeah, the problem with the tiers is that I just don't know where to draw that line. Like, is Berkeley truly a national law school? Probably. But it also probably has a better network in Northern California than it does anywhere else. So even if you're national, you're also just regional. I don't know. Maybe we'll yeah. have to workshop it. And law school applicants, I love you all. I'm, I'm still part of the community, even though I'm starting uh, in August at law school. It's such an insular group of like some of the most hyper-focused, kind of neurotic students who want to break everything down as much as they possibly can and get specifics. You cannot tell me that some ancient, decrepit law firm partner who graduated in 1975 is going to notice that in this year, the rankings, University of Minnesota popped up into the top 15 or 14 or something. There's no way. <laughs> That's not how that works. And so when you put things in tiers, the thing that I'm terrified of is what Nathan's kind of describing, that some law school applicant is going to see, well, oh, my gosh. University of Texas is tier three, and then this school is tier four. I've got to go to University of Texas. Maybe they have zero desire to work in the Southwest at all. <laughs> None. And that should radically impact your decision much more than any arbitrary tier list. I think what's more useful as an applicant, figuring out where you want to work, looking at the types of jobs where you want to work, and seeing where those people graduated. If I know without a doubt that I want to work in Chicago, there are schools that enable that a lot more than probably some much higher ranked schools would. I don't know that going to University of Florida, even though it's really, really higher ranked, would be better than me going to um, University of Illinois, Chicago or Kent. Oh, that seems You see clear. all the applicants go. No, and clearly. so, yeah, you communicate things in tiers like this. It kind of implies a hierarchy or specificity with the outcomes that those tier lists really can't account for or speak to. Yeah, you are getting yourself into a very hierarchical world. Um, uh, you know, I, I remember going to Hastings and people at Hastings looking down their noses at Golden Gate and USF, which are both perfectly reasonable schools with good regional reputations. They make real lawyers every single year. They, you know, there are there are bad outcomes at those schools, but there are also bad outcomes at Hastings. There are good outcomes at even these schools that are clearly local regional schools like USF and Golden Gate. But you will at Hastings, you'll see a lot of people there who are, you know, they would discriminate. Oh, no, I would never go to a school like USF or Golden Gate. The problem with that is that when you're at Hastings, there are people at Berkeley right across the bay looking down at you like Hastings. I would never go to a school like Hastings. Meanwhile, at Stanford, they're looking over at Berkeley going, 
Berkeley. I would never go to a school like Berkeley. And then you've got Yale, who's looking down at everyone else, looking down at Stanford always. So, um, yeah, I just don't know that there's very much value in rankings. And I, I especially don't think that there's very much value in tiers because tiers ends up oversimplifying, you know, lumping everybody in one group together. It just doesn't make any sense. You got to think about what you want to do and where you want to do that thing. And then you always, always have to apply broadly so that you'll get multiple competing offers so that you can make the best decision for you at that point. What I would love to know, and maybe users can send some of these in, is law schools feed into this a lot. And I always laugh when I see a law school that's like number four in veterinary law or the number <laughs> one esports law school. <laughs> I'm like, where is this coming from? And they communicate it in this way to try to get students to think like, well, God, I didn't really think about that yeah. school, but I am interested in veterinary law. I guess that's the best one I have to go to. Yeah. So let me ship the application they, in. I've seen them do it in an even goofier way because you said they say number four. But what they do even worse than that is they'll do things like top four. We're in the top four. <laughs> Anyone that says top four is number four. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I see this all yeah. the time. Again, I hate to shit on Hastings all the time. No, I don't. I love shitting on Hastings all the time. But Hastings, you know, they'll send out like we were the top 11th in we're, we're in the top 11 schools in alternative dispute resolution. And it's like, oh, top 11, huh? <laughs> wow. Let me take one guess as to what your actual <laughs> ranking is. Right. And what they're doing is they're trying to create a tier for themselves, right? Yeah. It's, I'm sure that it was the schools that were ranked 12th and 13th and 14th, especially 14th, who came up with the idea of the top 14. And then it's the schools that are ranked 48th and 49th and 50th that are interested in the top 50. And schools, I've seen it all the time, schools that are ranked 99th in the country and they're super happy about how they're in the top 100 law schools. Oh, but last year you weren't and next year you might also not be in the top 100. But as soon as they get a ranking that's 99th in the country, now they're a, you know all over their website and their glossy brochures. They're the top, in the top 100 schools. I don't know, the whole thing is ridiculous. Anonymous wanted us to be ridiculous um, with this suggestion, but, uh, yeah, it would be hard for me to, uh, make law school tears. Love to hear what the listeners think. Email daily at lsatdemon.com. If you have some, uh, fun suggestions for how we might be able to divide law schools into tiers, I would appreciate that. Uh, if you have any other questions or want to share LSAT or law school admissions news, again, it's daily at lsatdemon.com. Thanks for listening. 